Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Hello, boys and girls. It's time for the Coffin Joe cast. The only show where pointing to your didgeridoo is not only encouraged, it's expected. So crack open another BB and throw some shrimp on the barbie. Welcome to Australia. It's sexy time. G'day, and welcome to the Coffin Joe cast. I am Kelly Wilbur. I'm Justin. And uh, finally, he didn't sleep in. We can get him on. We got Nanomice on. G'day, Nan. Shit, I was muted. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> how many podcasts? Hello, how many podcasts I start like that? Oh shit, I was muted. Well, uh, trying to be quiet for the intro, trying to respect. Yeah. Didn't want to derail it in the first 30 seconds, but I failed. <laughs> and yet somehow you still find a way. Yes. Well, you did derail the other show the other week because someone fell asleep and didn't wake up. Well, uh, Joel said that was also part of your internet not working, too, so I'm not going to take all the no, blame no, no, for no, that. No, 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 You first were sleeping in and then my internet went afterwards, so... <laughs> Well, I set an alarm, and it went off. I was like, holy shit, I have to install Skype. Oh, that's not. I'm not using my laptop. I'm using one of my mini smartphones at the moment. One of? One of? How many do you own? Well, I've got two Nexus 4s and a, a Galaxy S3. Nice. Come over to the dark side. Get an iPhone. You want to buy it for me? No. <laughs> I've still got to buy myself a new one. Hey, you've well, got two kids. Yourself, you can just... Pardon? I was saying, so you've got two kids. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, well, I can't no, afford it. Over everybody. I'm derailing. I've, I've, you... got, I've got to replace the screen. That's going to be expensive enough. It's correct. So. You have to do it yourself. It's easy. Nah. Yeah, it's not too bad. It's not too expensive either. No, no I, I do it all the time. Yeah, I still get them fixed for about 60 bucks, I think, somewhere. 20 bucks for the screen, that's all I pay. Yeah, I'd rather someone else do it in case I fuck it up. And any jobs I do, any jobs I do, they turn out looking like coffins anyway, so the phone will turn into a coffin. Once again, you can find a market for that. <laughs> Did you see the the link I sent you on Facebook last week after our conversation? Oh, you know, I don't. I must have missed it. I no. tagged you and Nikki in it. There is a guy in America that actually makes uh, coffin furniture. Well, we'll have to get rid of him first. Um, coffin Inn or something. What is it? it yeah. It's a it's a pun. It's a play on words. Yeah, I, I tagged you in the post. Yeah. So. Are the coffins used? No, no, no. He makes them from scratch. He's a cabinet maker. He actually will make you, make real just furniture. Why not you make the furniture? He makes furniture and coffins for people to to be buried in or burning as well. So. Oh, I thought you said he makes furniture out of coffins. Yeah, well, he makes <laughs> coffin shaped furniture. Have you not listened to last week's show when we were talking about it? You know what? I'm actually still two weeks behind. Fair enough. Hey, you're the only show I'm catching up on. I am like months behind everything else. So I was trying to catch up in preparation for today, but I kind of dropped the ball today and didn't listen to anything. I was powering through uh, last week. I'm just about done with the uh, 
because uh, we'll show. No. Okay, yeah. You're not too far behind then. No. Well, a couple weeks. Oh, good. So did you know Justin is um, stepping in the co-host spot? Well, I, th- I think I- he figured that out. <laughs> well, now at least. Well, I figured Joel's on vacation at the very least, but I didn't know he was backing away. Yep. So, yeah, Joel's on his way home now from what I've seen on Facebook. So yep. seems like he had a great trip, and uh, we'll get to hear about it next week when he's back on. We'll see what yeah. pe- people he got to meet. Once again, he's meeting people that I might want to meet and I don't get to meet. Anyway. Well, it's because you and Nikki live on the other side of the country from everybody else. Yeah, well, Nikki. Of the world than everybody else. Nikki's going to get to meet these people too in August, so. Yeah, bloody New Zealanders. Poor killer. Uh, poor hey, don't, right? don't live that far from Justin. You're a couple hours, about eight, nine hours away, but. Yeah, as I, as I say, the next time I'm I'm down your way, I'll have to give you, I'll have to contact you and let you know because I'm down there fairly often for work. Where where, where at? Uh, I, anywhere between Sacramento to the Bay Area. I mean, I can go all the way down. So, so you've driven through Red Bluff before? If you've been around mm-hmm. five. Yep. Yep. Piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, no, I, it's, I, I've met up with a few different podcast people. Just in, when I'm out and about doing my stuff, I'll, I'll have dinner with somebody or you know hang out, whatever. Hang out with the guys from No Hope for Humanity a couple weeks back, and you know all over the place. So just I try to meet people when I can, where I can. Yeah, and you got, ab- got absolutely drunk and <laughs> and did a podcast. <laughs> did play one one game of cards against humanity, and the second ga- second uh, podcast you're on it was just talking all about you and the guys. <laughs> well, yeah, that was actually that, that was a tester, and it, it appears to have hit well with their audience. So they're going to do a few more like that because they're yeah. I'm not going to give too much of the behind the scenes stuff away, but they were wanting to test to see if they could have a little more um, interaction with the guests besides just playing the game and if it would land okay, and it seemed to. So yeah. I think they've done it um, again after you with someone. I forget who it was. Uh, yeah, I think it was uh, Brian, the New York Lions. Oh, yeah, that's right. It was Brian. Yeah. Another co- uh, third co-host that's been on this show twice, and we've had his wife on, Teresa, as well, last time. So, once again, the Coffin Joe gets the first, and then these other podcasts copy us. Not that you're bragging or anything like that, <laughs> no. right? No. <laughs> I keep hearing ideas that we bring up on this show and other podcasts too. Yeah, it, it is one big incestuous community. I mean, we all kind of talk to each other, so it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like when our, our bands complain that the the, the 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 song sounds like their song. Like there's a couple of uh, things going on at the moment, like people suing other bands. It's only because they've been influenced by the band and they're not doing it intentionally. It's just... It's something in the back of their mind, so that they they start doing a guitar riff, and you know this sounds good, and then they don't realise they're actually copying the same chords or you know similar chords to another band, and then the lawyers get involved and see money, and let's sue them, and so. or they're just talentless douchebags and try to change it just a little bit so they try not to get sued. Uh, yeah, <laughs> sometimes, but a lot of cases it's not. Like the song "Land Down Under," they got sued. The um the flute riff in it, it's like yeah. a, an old song called. Kookaburra sits in the old gun tree. Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember the song from kindergarten, yeah. Yeah. Um, they reckon the flute part of um, Land Down Under is just a blat- blatant rip-off of that song. 
So they've had to pay up money, and they actually re-released the song without the flute part. So, that's one. But that part's iconic. Mm-hmm. It's not the song. It's not the same without the flute. Yeah, well, I've heard it. I've heard it played with the flute on radio anyway. So, and well, another another famous one that, that song down there. they haven't sued. Um, Jet and Are You Gonna Be My Girl sounds like um. I can't remember what song it is now, but yeah. Dun, 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 that beginning of Am I Are You Gonna Be My Girl? It's so much like another song. song. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say not not that I like him, but the um that Robin Thick and uh Farrell song Blurred yeah. Lines or whatever. Yeah, that was one. Uh, the Marvin Gaye just their, their estate his estate or whatever just sued him one for that. That's okay. I like word I like uh Word crimes better than uh, yeah. blurred lines. Yeah, we're, we're all as a genius. <laughs> oh yeah, and you don't get sued very often. Nope. So, did you guys see the guy break his arm on live TV? No. I didn't see it. I, I didn't see it happen on on you know actually when it happened live, but I saw the clip that was flying around Facebook and yeah, that, 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 hearing that snap, that was that was look. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't get well, this. You said Owie, and the title of the article which you put up there was Why Arm Wrestling Shouldn't Be Allowed on Live TV. I knew right then and there it was Compound Fracture, and I don't have to see that shit. <laughs> well, I, I didn't get to see it. There's a, the, a, the show's called The Footy Show, and it's, um, it's an NRL, you know, rugby league show on a Thursday night, and they've been doing competition over the last couple of months for charity, for men of, men of league charity, and... Um, they were having. I don't know if that was the final or not. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't see the show. Um, but yeah, it's this guy. Um, Wendell Saylor was the the guy that broke Ben Ross's arm. So it happened right live on TV. And oh yeah, the sound of it. Um, so they they quickly rushed to an ad break and whatnot and come back and poor Wendell. He feels so bad. And um, so I I got up like Friday morning and I'm watching the news first thing comes on. I'm half awake watching it and going, this this footage might be disturbing. And I'm like, okay. And then I saw it and I went, <laughs> great way to start your morning, you know. So, yeah. Yeah, I used to... Um... This may be disturbing. <laughs> yeah. You were warned. Yeah, they, did, they gave you a fair warning. Uh, it didn't, it doesn't, it, that actually doesn't bother me so much. I used to watch um, a lot of the old skateboarding videos where they had the accents, like bones popping out of the skin and all that, so... A broken arm due to an arm wrestling match or a compound fracture that wasn't a huge issue for me, but the sound still kind of gets to me. Yeah, they, I was listening to um, the show, uh, the uh, the Grill Team. It's a radio show on terrestrial radio, but I listened to their podcast and they kept replaying the sound over and over again. I'm <laughs> like, even not watching it, just hearing it. Yeah, it, it was oh, it was bad. But the guy, no, there's nothing quite like the sound of a bone crunching. Yeah. You really can't. It's it, it's very distinct. Well, the guy's doing all right. He went to hospital straight away. They've, they've patched him up, and he's in good spirits. And uh, Wendell Saylor texted him to check he's all right. And um, Ben Ross sent him back. Goes, yeah, when I get out, do you want to have a rematch? And we'll use left arms this time. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Wendell goes, no, I'm no more arm wrestling for me. So, <laughs> Not until I get a little more calcium first. No. Nah, yeah, so. Yeah, that was what, well, that was disturbing. And I'm, it went around the world, I saw. So a lot of people have seen it. But, yeah. Yeah. Well, then was it yesterday? Uh, that there was that uh, 
article floating around about Dave Grohl when he fell off the stage in Sweden and broke his leg That's and got casted up, came back out and sat in the chair and finished the concert. That's what I was going to lead to. That was the next thing I was going to mention, how Dave Grohl, you know, falls off stage, breaks his leg. Oh, screw this, I'm going back on stage. Just give me a couple of crutches, I'll be fine. Fucking <laughs> badass. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So, yeah. So, well, I don't want to go into breaking bones because uh, we know what I've broken. I haven't broken a thing. <laughs> Be careful saying <laughs> Hopefully that. Hopefully you can keep it that way. I'm planning on it. No, well, I've, yeah. I've broken. I don't want to anymore, so i got that going for me. The first bone I broke was my thumb, slammed it in a car door. I was on the way to an eye test, and then, and it was an old <laughs> old seventies car, not one of these tin tin cars. It was an old solid car, and I, as I shut the door, I had my hand in the way, slammed it, broke broke my thumb, and then yeah, I broke those glasses anyway, huh? And I broke my pinky thing, finger when I fell down when I was working at McDonald's, slipped over, and then I got my toe broken when I was a naughty boy and got bashed up. But yeah, all I had broken before the hip and then the neck was just fingers and, and toes and like they're not too bad but I'll tell you what don't break a hip that's no fun and definitely do not break a neck because you don't know if you can <laughs> going to walk again or, or even be alive yeah. so yeah. yeah fortunately I've only broken a leg once and then a, a pinky toe once the pinky toe hurt more than the legs did it was a little you don't realize how much those fuckers move and do and, and feel and touch and get pushed on until you have one that's just screaming at you. Yeah. Yeah. But then the other thing is that because your nerve endings are in like your fingers and your toes, so. Yeah. That's why the hurt more. Well, no, no, not compared to a hip, trust me. Trying to walk with a hip, broken. Uh, well, yeah, I've heard that's hell because it's just there's so much pressure on that joint at all times. Yeah, you don't realize how much weight you put through your hips till you can't put weight through your hip. So. Well, I imagine I put at least 230 pounds through my hips on a daily basis. <laughs> right now on my right, right now on my left. <laughs> so, I had to say it. No, it's all good. At least you weren't making a penis reference there, so. Mm. Where no, were you? No, no. <laughs> no, no. I, I'm a father, and those tend not to come out, seeing as my daughter's nine years old and already needing to have the deodorant top. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're having a similar issue with my uh, my ten year old. He's starting to to sprout hair and get smelly, and yeah, it's that time's coming. Uh, I'm not looking forward to it. I got to go through it twice <laughs> with girls. Yeah. I'm going to die twice. I'm never going to die again. But then again, if you raise them right, though, and you at least hopefully show them the way and, and kind of be a good example for them, that'll hopefully help guide them a bit. Yeah, well, at least they're not dating yet. <laughs> yeah, wait for it's that, right? Likes, but I wasn't allowed to date till I was 18. Oh, wow. Yeah, so seeing my mom, she didn't want me out. Yeah, I can understand that. I had nobody to date until my wife. I was after 18 when we got together. Yeah. Yeah, I I think my first date was 14, I believe. I don't know. It wasn't like anything super serious, but, you know, your stupid high school bullshit, so. 
I just wasn't an attractive type. I was the reclusive, fat, long-haired, glassed, glass nerdy kid. I had braces there for a little bit, too, so I just got everything minus the pocket protector. Well, you, you, you know, but that that's attractive to some people. Everybody's got their own thing, so I wouldn't just say that, you know, shut yourself down that quick. You've had two kids. Somebody had to like you. <laughs> yeah, I, I was the opposite. I was no, a, I'm just, my wife. Right now. I, I was a skinny short kid. And uh I yeah, forgot what I was talking and about. Dorky looking and um not the best looking when I was younger, but I grew into my looks. So I'm told I'm a pretty good looking forty year old now, so I get told that pretty often now. Not the forty year old part, but well, good how looking. Long was that though? Well if I'm forty two this year, I'm talking back oh. in when I was sixteen to like twenty. Well I, I didn't I was a late bloomer, so my voice didn't break till I was like 17. I was still short. I was When I first started working at the coffin factory, I was still well, short as, and then all of a sudden I just rocketed up and become tall. Uh, still skinny, but tall. And I'm still short. I'm still kind of round. But I, I grew into my looks. So as I got older, I, I became a better-looking person. And um, Yeah, and I was a bit of a shy kid when I was younger, so I didn't date that much. And... um. I was always shy of women and, you know, had some bad experiences along the way, which I've mentioned on the show in the past. Yes, you know, one girl was a lesbian and just was getting close to me because she wanted my housemate. And <laughs> another one turned out to be a sex worker. And <laughs> yeah, so sort of put you Fun off. Down under. Pardon? Fun times down under. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, but you live and learn. Yep, live and learn. And then spending many years having a crush on a girl you work with but, and putting all, well, too scared to ask anything, but very close friends and nothing ever come of it. And to go on to steal your brother's girlfriend. <laughs> to move in with her. And uh, on that, we've actually um, announced our, our wedding date. Oh, really? Yes. Congratulations. It's two years away. Well, I I didn't personally announce it. I got told. <laughs> okay. well, I didn't see it on Facebook yet. No, so no, no, no. It was only... It's only being brought up. I'm afraid. Only being brought up. It's still two years away. But it's... We're trying to, you know, get things... Time to warm up your feet. Hey? Time to warm up your feet. Yeah, I'm I'm fine with it. And she keeps talking about, do you want this and want that? I said, look, I don't care. It's like, it's your wedding. I, to me, it's just getting married. I'm fine with it. But what about having this and what about having that? I'm like, your wedding. You want to have this sort of cake? That's fine. You want to have it here? That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and she's getting shits with me. Yeah. like, you don't care. It's like, I'm not worried. It doesn't bother me. Oh, that, you know, that's, that, that's the one thing that drives me nuts is when, you, when you're like, you know... you. They assume that it's because you don't care when you don't have an opinion, quote unquote. Yeah. Um, and, it's, and they reckon, you know, so they automatically go to like, well, you just don't, you don't love me or you don't care about this or whatever. It's like, no, I just, I, I like you said, I'm not worried about it. No big deal. <laughs> to me, it's just uh, having the marriage happen. It's, if you want a certain cake this way, that's fine. Actually, she, she was talking to, to me this morning about it. Like, I'm trying to prep for the show and it's like talking about weddings. And she goes, I've got an idea for the cake. Do you remember where we first kissed? And I said, yes. She goes, I want to put that on the cake. Now, I'm not sure if Joel knows about this place, but it's called the Sydney Harbour Bridge. That's <laughs> where we first kissed. And um, so she wants to have the cake with the Sydney Harbour Bridge on it. 
which I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Well, you don't care. I'm like, doesn't bother me. If it's what you want, do it. If it's what you want, then that, then you're happy. Then I'll be happy, and we're fine. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> so yeah, well, the date is the 17th of October, um, in 2017. So nice. Well, congratulations. So that's that's the plan, which it gives us plenty of time to get the money together and organize it well, and make sure her best friends, um, down here from Queensland, and you know, get a ring organized. And um, hopefully we're in our new place. Well, we've been trying to find a place to rent a house. So, oh, yeah. yeah, we went out yesterday to look at a couple of places. So we travelled on it. What time? We left here at like 1 o'clock, 10 past 1, to catch some public transport to go over to a place called Fairfield for this house inspection to see if we want to rent it. You know, we're just going to have a look, see what it's like. We get there and they, they change the time of the inspection. So we're standing there, and I look on the outside of the place. I'm like, nah. And it's got it like a, a granny flat. I don't know if you know what that is. And someone... Uh, like yeah. a, uh, we call them an in-law studio or an in-law yeah. apartment. And they had that. And Donna told me afterwards, no, that's not part of you know our lease. So someone lives there. I'm like, nope. I want our own place sort of thing. So we did that, and we get in arguments because I go, did you get the time right? Blah, blah, blah. We're getting, and we had to rush from there all the way back to near where we live so another like hour bus ride to go have an, another inspection so we went to this other joint and um there's a ton of people looking at it and i'm like Donna, uh, if we apply for this i don't know if we'll get it but well, let's have a look that's an older style house and um uh yeah and smallish rooms uh, the carpet's old and but the one good thing about it they had two good things actually apart from the backyard's nice but they had a nice sunroom and they had this a room in the back. They called it the third bedroom. It was like you had to go out the back door. Excuse me. And um, it was perfect for my podcast studio. Oh, that'd be awesome. Um, yeah, well, we've been talking this morning and overnight thinking about it. We, we're probably not going to want to get it. It's a bit old. The rooms are smaller. But yeah, this one room. It was perfect to set up a podcast studio. had wall panelling that was like soundproof. It wasn't soundproof panelling, but it was like really good for soundproofing and I'm like, that was the first thing I latched onto I'm like this is my room this is going to be the podcast room and <laughs> this is my studio and it had a nice sunroom for us uh, for the cats to sit in and nice backyard had a garage out the back so I could put you know get some tools and start you know doing my tooly thing you know making coffins in the backyard <laughs> a great backyard and and that, but there was so many other things that were putting us off and this morning we've been talking about it and it's like Nah. For the, all the good things we liked, the kitchen had plenty of storage, and we're like, nah, we probably won't. So we're going to keep looking because, yeah, we're looking to get out of this small unit, and we want our own place, like a, a house on our own, so we haven't got neighbours slamming doors, and we don't have to walk up three flights of stairs, and and we're or fall down them, yeah, fall down them, and we're a good distance away from her sister. <laughs> <laughs> And, well, that's the other reason we want to get a house, because if things go the way they're going to go with that story, we might have three cats uh, extra, so we need a house. Yeah, you so, need some extra space for that. Yeah, so, but that's not our priority. Our priority is us, so getting a night, you know, getting our own, you know, our own house in the sense of renting it, but, yeah. Well, there's something that you can focus on in children, I mean cats. 
So, yeah, you know, it's, it's too bad I wasn't closer, man. I'd offer to officiate it for you, but that's kind of hard to do from over here. Mm-hmm. It's a shame because Jody could help us look for a house. Oh, yeah, she could. <laughs> yeah. That's the other thing I was thinking when you know, talking about it on the podcast. I'm like, damn, we need a good real estate agent to find us a house. Well, maybe you, should, maybe you guys will be the way she opens up her uh, her Australia you know, satellite office. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. Yeah, that was my that was my Saturday afternoon yesterday. A complete waste of my Saturday afternoon, but yeah. And then the fun of having to go shopping at the end. Uh, don't even get me started on that stuff. Yeah, I had to do the grocery shopping today, so that was that was fun. Mm. I don't mind grocery shopping when I'm on my own because it's got the list or you know in out. Let's yeah, get get the shit done, get the fuck out. You go with Donna, it's like oh, we just stroll around and uh, then you get home and it's like oh damn we didn't buy toilet paper oh damn we needed some oil for cooking oh great <laughs> so then I had to race down to the, the shop across the road and pay exorbitant prices for toilet paper and some oil oh, god damn it woman <clears throat> we'll just at the supermarket yeah. to get it cheaper and you <laughs> yeah I, I was flying solo today but um it, it beans it was a saturday at this place called winco everybody and their fucking mother was there so it still still took us forever forever to get through it i brought the little one with me so it was just me and him but the, you know the wife stayed behind which yeah, it's always fun trying to drag three kids through a store to do a grocery shopping trip and make it out of there without wanting to kill somebody no, usually I, them i couldn't do it nah, not with kids i see it when i go shopping the poor parents and then, well, I, I feel sorry for the good parents where they're trying to do it right. The problem I have is the bad parents where it's like, mm-hmm. let the kid just run wild. And, uh, yeah. I had a talk with my five-year-old this morning about the uh, when we went to uh, go pick up snacks and stuff for the, uh, we're going to the lake tomorrow. Um, told her about how it's not appropriate to jump up and down and chant what she wants. And get really loud and jump around. It's like, no, calm down, kid. You're not like those crazy kids. If you want something, you ask nicely. You don't say, oh, what was she going off about? Like, she all, fruit loops, fruit loops. No, it wasn't. Something like that. <laughs> no, I, wanted, I know the chant very well. I've, I've heard it many times she myself. She wanted the cheap uh, Lucky Charms. Okay, yeah. I know what you're talking about there. The, um, the, uh, like the Malto meal or whatever brand or whatever the hell that is. Or the big bag of them. Oh yeah. 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 I'm working on a bag of uh, berry crunch by myself. Nobody else will like it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I was I was in the bakery down the street from here at home the other day, getting some bread, and and Donna wanted a pink donut like she likes, and then I'm standing in line waiting, and this little kid comes in, and the mother's trying to call the other kid from down the street, and this little girl's standing right in front of the pink donuts. I want a pink donut. Pink donut. Pink donut. Pink. Donut, pink donut kept carrying on but then i want this donut and the, the chocolate donut no pink donut i'm like god just bite your tongue graham do not say anything just get your stuff get out of there yeah see, like, that's the hard that's the hardest part is not saying something because you, i immediately i know what i expected as far as behavior goes for my children and it is nothing is more aggravating than people that just let their kids run around and do that kind of shit and and I get that sometimes it's not necessarily the parents' fault because it's you know the kid, it just might be a bad day, but you can usually tell when somebody is actively trying to control the situation and it's not working versus when they're just you know they're not. 
Um, we experienced that today at uh, my daughter went for cheerleading tryouts, and this one lady was there, and she had, for whatever the reason was, whatever the situation was, she had her younger two kids with her, which is fine, but she wasn't doing anything to try to control them or keep them quiet. So even like the judges were having to repeat themselves multiple times so that the girls could understand what they were supposed to be trying to do, et cetera, et cetera. And it was so hard for me not to walk over there and just go, would you like me to handle the situation? Because I can make them shut the fuck up. <laughs> that never goes over well, though. Yeah, big bearded man. <laughs> yeah. In my day, when I was growing up, I'd just get a smack. But you can't do that these days because next thing you're on you know, YouTube, on the news, and you're like, bad parent smacks child in supermarket. Like, well, good parents spank children. Yes. Well, if necessary. Yeah, in the right circumstances. Uh, you, know, you, don't, you don't go around beating your children for no fucking reason, but if they're going to do something to injure themselves or injure other people or potentially cause major damage to structures or other things, yeah, I'll give her a, uh, a quick swat on the ass, but that's it. Yeah, on the bum. It's a smack on the ass, and it's not even hard. It's, it's I'm just... not going to resort to what I got, belts, spoons. Yes, me too, mate. I got the belt, I got the spoon, I got the feather duster handle. I cop- copped it all. And even when I was like 14 or 15, my mum smacked me across the face. Because I, I was being a smart ass and said something. She literally just smacked me across the face. So. Last time I got spanked, that's how, that's how she was. You think that's funny? Because I was laughing and she backhanded me. Like, holy <laughs> shit, my mom's going to kick my ass. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Moms are so much scary in that respect. They, 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 you know, like, at least with my mom, there was, she was always super sweet. And she would put up with a lot more bullshit than my dad was. But there was that, that, that line in the ground that was there. And if you push her over that line, you would rather have dad come kick your ass. Like, I, I, you'd be begging and pleading, please, just get dad. Have dad come beat me or have dad come, you know, take care of this. I don't want to deal with you at this point right now. I've, I see that I have gone too far. I am very, very sorry. It was just, yeah. I never, ever wanted to deal with mom when she got to that point, you know. At least with dad, you knew what he was going to do. But when mom got to that point where she snapped, anything could happen. Well, the funny thing with me is I'd, I'd always get threatened. Wait till your dad gets home. My dad never hit me. <laughs> Once he did when I was a teenager and I did something silly at the front and he slapped me across the face. But it was mum used to give me the, the, the spankings and whatnot and wait till your dad gets home. Dad never did nothing. But the fear of your father was always, yeah. you know, when your father gets home. Because dad was always like a, a bit like me now. I understand why he was. But cranky when I got home from work. So... And he was always just grumpy. He never hit or, you know, he'd just be like really grumpy and say, you're always scared, you're scared of my dad. And that's why it took me years to actually have a, a relationship with my dad till I got older because I was always scared of him, you know. Yeah, as I was all just to show. But yeah, now I'm, I'm still the same. I have a good relationship with my mum. always call her every Friday, check on her and... um yeah, Dad's retired now. He's at home, so I get to talk to him when I ring up on a Friday afternoon. And um, but yeah, the, the the fear of your father was more worse than the actual the smacking I got from Mum. And the other thing, I I used to get like um, told I'm not allowed to watch TV for a week, or you can't play with this toy, or you know something taken away from me. And then they go, you got a choice: you either get spanking, or you're not allowed to watch TV for a week, or whatever. I say, just give me the spanking, get it over and done with. <laughs> yeah, my um, luckily my parents, my, my dad grew up in a household where it wasn't. My uh, grandfather was very strict about either you punish him now or you don't punish him at all because nine times out of ten the kids are going to forgot what they've done by the time he gets home, 
and you're not necessarily going to you know, depending on how, what the severity of this of the fuck up was. But you know, so basically, it was just you know, either you take care of it or you don't take care of it. But you're not going to make me the bad guy in the situation. And my my parents handled it very much the same way. So um, I never had to really be concerned with. Um, whether or not my dad came home if wait, waiting for the punishment, I knew that I would still get talked to or he might add to the punishment that I already got once he got home. But it wasn't like I was spending the entire day just with that dread and doom trying to figure out what the punishment was going to be because mom had already taken care of most of it. And then if dad decided to add something to it, that was his prerogative. But, um, yeah, it was with my, with my dad, he, you just, you knew what he expected. You knew what he wanted and you knew what to do. And, and, um, but you also knew just how much bullshit he would or would not put up with. And, and, and there was no pushing. No, there was a certain point you could get to, and that was it. And you couldn't egg him on. You couldn't get past that point. He would just immediately lock you down. Whereas, depending on mom's mood, you know, depending on how the day was going, some days you could push a little farther than others. But there's always that point. There's just always that one point where if you just, it didn't matter if it happened really quickly or if it took all day to get her there. Once you got her there, any day of the week, please, just let dad come here. <laughs> I would rather have dad screaming at me than you. How do you treat your children? Do you is there any spankings involved, or is it more like um, we, we we are not opposed to spanking, and much like um Nanemala said, we are not opposed to if they're doing something that's going to cause them bodily harm, like severe bodily harm, doing that swap in the ass to um to get them in line. But we've also found that, like with our daughter, spankings really don't phase her. You can smack her in the ass, and she just kind of smiles at you and skips away, which then really makes you want to beat your child. Um, so, <laughs> which is not, not a good place to be. So what we have, to, what we, what we've done with her is we've had to figure out things that actually she truly like will crush her. If you, if you use that as a punishment and those are the things that we have to use. So, I mean, every once in a while there has been times where we, they've all gotten a swat, but it really just depends on the, on the child with, uh, with Ezra, it's taking away his books or his electronics. If you, if you ground him from a book or from an electronic device you, you'd think that you would just taking his puppy dog and slit its throat in front of him and watch, made him watch it bleed out. Um, same thing with temperance. If you force her to have any type of alone time, like sitting in a chair alone, not being able to talk to somebody, um, or going over and like sitting on her bed, just time where she's by herself and can't you know, be around other people, that is like the end of the world to her. So if, you, if she's really out of line, we'll just be like, okay, that's it. Go up, sit in your bed for five minutes, come down when you can you know, be agreeable and talk to us. And that's far worse than any spanking we can ever give her. And then we're still working on figuring Trent out because he's just he's at that he's he's young enough where he's still developing his own little personality and and finding different ways to push the boundaries as all three year olds do. And not everything always lands the same way with him as far as punishments go. But right now we found out one thing that works really well with him is he really likes those uh, these little dumb dumb suckers. And we have a whole bag of them up in the fridge, and if he does good, you know, we'll give him one. If, and if he wants one and he's not doing good, then we won't give him one. And you know, it's just and, and that seems to be very effective. So we've just kind of adapt depending on what the child, you know, what how the child responds. Yeah, I asked that question knowing the answer because I do listen to your podcast. So, <laughs> but yeah, and is is it Trent that likes going to his room? Uh, Trent, yes, Trent is the one who um, doesn't mind being in his room because that's a long time with his penis. I, I fear for his teenage years. It's going to be like a goddamn Jackson Pollock painting in this house, man. That kid, he's got a, a, just a, an insane fascination with that particular part of his body. Uh, well, Mama will have to clean up some dirty socks then, won't she? <laughs> dirty socks, dirty sheets, dirty walls, probably the carpet. God only knows. Uh, let's keep it that way, huh? I'm sure you don't want to know. <laughs> 
Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I can uh, threaten both my children with timeout, and that's enough for them to break down in tears. They really get bad. Yeah, no, no electronics, no phone, no tablet, no DS, no nothing, and they all get bored. Yeah, times have changed. Oh yeah, right. I but, never had any of that stuff when I was a kid. <laughs> my mom just threatened to take away the needle nose pliers. <laughs> all it was is have, TV. Hey, let me explain. Yeah, we had an old Curtis Mathis console TV where the volume and power knob had broken off. So we had to use <laughs> those pliers to turn it on and turn the volume up and down. So on more than one occasion, my mom would take that away from us. So we couldn't watch TV. Ouch. Uh, damn being a parent. You're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't if sometimes. Well, the best, just do the best you can and hope they uh, figure out figure out the important stuff, you know, either with your help or without, you know, it's a learning experience. Yeah. It is. And, and, you know, for us, it's just our, our number one motto around here is basically we, we, we always look at the kids sometimes like, you know, you know, you just, just don't be an asshole. You're being an asshole right now. Stop that. <laughs> what you're doing is rude to other people. And yeah, you just got to do the best you can and, and hope and hope that, you know, something sticks or something lands and, You'll have those proud moments where, and when when they you you watch them do something or watch them react with somebody else, and you're like, oh look, they're learning. But then inevitably, like 30 seconds later, they go and fuck it all up by doing something completely ridiculous. So it's like a yo-yo. Yeah, but when you're a kid, you have a shorter shorter attention span. So yeah, yeah. So as you get older, it, you know you, you see the bigger perspective in life. So you you realize, hang on, yeah, this is going to affect something in an hour or you know or two hours, three hours, two days, whatever. Uh, it'll be fun when I'm a parent. <laughs> and not of cats. They're easy. Uh. Yeah, it's it's one of those things, like I've, I've always said it, I've said it on my show many, many times, and I've always said it time and time again, and it doesn't matter how prepared you think you are, you're never actually fully prepared for it. There's always something that comes up or some weird thing that they do that just completely comes out of left field. Um, and you're just like, oh, okay. But like the other day, we were sitting there, and, and Trent was um, was heading to the bathroom. He's like, I gotta go potty now. We're like, okay, sure. He's potty trained. He knows how to pull his pants down. Everything's golden. We're good. And um, all of a sudden, he goes, um, I pooped in my pants. I'm like, okay. And I come to find out that he had, his t- his stomach was upset and was hurting him, but he didn't say anything about that to us. So we went and got him cleaned up and got him in the bathtub, took care of the whole thing. And get him done, and then he's, he hops out, he's like, I have to go pee now. I'm like, okay, okay, cool, go pee, buddy. So he lifts up the toilet seat, starts taking a piss, and all of a sudden we just hear, uh-oh. And I'm like, um, Trent, what's, what's uh-oh? He's like, I pooped on the floor. And I'm like, what? <laughs> we go in there, and then he'd, he had thought he had to fart, and ended up just, you know, <laughs> let loose all over the floor, and it was gross. So we get it all cleaned up, and I, I was kind of hemming and hawing a little bit. My buddy, if, you're, if your tummy's feeling bad, you have to sit down if you think you're going to fart. You never know what's going to happen. Don't let it surprise you like that. You know, it's okay. It was an accident. No big deal. But I just, you know, always make sure that if you're not sure what's going to come out of there, you just make sure it's over the toilet. And uh, later on that night, we're talking him into bed, and he's sitting there, and, and um, he looks at me. He goes, Daddy? I'm like, yeah, buddy. He's like, I'm sorry I pooped on the floor. I'm like, buddy, it's, it's not a big deal. I'm like, you know, it happened. We got it cleaned up. It's, you know, it, it happened. I'm like, just... Always remember that if your tummy hurts or you have that problem, make sure that if you're going to fart, you do it over the toilet. He's like, yeah. He's like, because when that happens, sometimes you fart, and then sometimes you poop on the floor. <laughs> like, wiser words have never been spoken, buddy. <laughs> I know a little about that. 
I have IBS, so sometimes, you know, yeah, I have the same thing happen. It still happens when you're an adult if you've got IBS, but that reminds me of the line my parents used to say to me when I go, oh, I thought it was going to be okay, and they go, you know what thought did? And I go, what? He thought he was going to fart, but he shit himself. <laughs> my parents used to say that to me all the time. When you did something wrong and you go, well, I thought it was going to be okay. Yeah, but you know what thought thought? Thought he was going to fart, but he shit himself. <laughs> but yeah, I, I uh, have, dad humor. I, I sympathize with um with your boy there, yeah, because with IBS, yeah, sometimes you think it's just a fart. Mm, no, nah. <laughs> oops. Yeah, all, all so, of a sudden you're looking for a squeegee. Yeah, but I learned that lesson. Yeah, if if the gut, you know, the IBS is playing up, it's like, yeah, let's not chance this. We'll just guess, <laughs> have a little sit down, and uh, yeah, uh, it was just a fart. Actually, good because yeah, it makes the fart. God you don't sneeze between there and the bathroom. <laughs> but the, the the fart sounds even louder because it echoes through the toilet bowl. So, oh yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, Keller being disgusting again. <laughs> being honest. Hey, this is all about. I'll be honest and open on this show, except for a couple of little things. But yes, that's why I like to play it on the show. I don't hide from anything. Not at all. Uh, all right. Listen to the show lives on the other end of the fucking world. So. How many people do you actually know who listen to this? Um, you, Justin, <laughs> Jody. Uh, no, 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 no. I, in I know. your own country, in your hometown. Uh, my next door neighbour, which I don't know how much he listens. If you are, g'day, Rodney. Um, yeah, uh, we only have two. We, Man, you're just cracking up all over the place. We have two downloads from Australia. One is me, because I have it on my iPhone just to check that it uploads, and uh, I have one other download from Australia. Most of our downloads come from America. So, not trying to get behind the scenes. Uh, I don't care about stats. I don't do it for the stats, but yeah. We have one in Denmark. That'll be something fruity. I know that. And we have a bunch in uh, America. So, I check the states, and uh, I put two and two together and work out who's who's who from what state, but yeah. So. yeah. I'm at least one of the Californias. Yeah. California dreaming. So, But if you are listening and you've never made contact, we'd love to hear from you. And you can do that very easily. It's just an email, coffinjocast at gmail.com. Just say hello. That's all you want. And tell us where you're from. That'd be nice to know. Tell us your... If you have an online name that we might not know you as, oh, you can call a voicemail. Call us at 661-434-5956. 661-434-KWJO. And then Joel will get those voicemails and um, send them off to me. So I can Yay. play them on the show. Yay! Yay. And make sure you what? like our Facebook page. Just search Coffin Joe Cast in Facebook and like the page. and. Contact us through there as well. We'd like to hear from people that have not contacted us. You know, I see the numbers. We have, we've had some low numbers. We've had some high numbers, and uh, but all I get to see is uh, the Libsyn stats. So that's just basically anyone listens for iTunes, or if you do, you Libsyn. But we we are on Talkshoe as well, which I don't think the show made it to Talkshoe last week because Joel does that for me. I sent him in the yeah, file. He, he said he's going to catch that up once he gets back. Yeah, so, and um, I don't know what stats we get on talk show. He has mentioned to me in the past, so, and it, it it's pretty equivalent sometimes to the Libsyn stats, but 
either way, just just say hello. Let us know where you're from. We'd like to know where you're from. Basically, you don't have to like do a voicemail because a lot of a lot of people are scared to get their voice on a podcast, which I I find um, uh, I can uh, understand because I used to be that way before I was a podcaster. I was scared to call into podcasts. Thought I had a silly voice, but from uh, past experience, yeah, really realizing that everyone loves my voice. Even my um, partner's best friend. And I never mentioned this story. Now I can bring... The, she, Donna's friend, Ella, wanted me to um, ask Donna, could she do um, sexting with me over the phone? <laughs> and Donna <laughs> lost her shit. No. Oops. <laughs> and speaking of the woman, just walked in the room. Nice. Well, I was going to make a little comment there, too. Um, uh, my wife, Jody, she actually brought, brought this up on our last episode, and she stole it from another show. Um, something they said they had a really good idea. For those people who are scared um, or are, are afraid they're going to fuck it up when they call on the voicemail line, etc., um, every uh, iPhone, Android, whatever, tablet has a voice recording application you can use. And use that to record a voicemail and then just shoot the MP3 file or whatever it creates over to the email address because that way... If it takes you 115 times to get it right, no big deal. We're not going to know it, and it'll sound like you got it right the first time, like you're, you know, you're, you're kick ass and just, you know, never fuck it up. But it's a way to get past that fear of being afraid that you're going to call, you know, say something wrong or slip up or fuck it up and get embarrassed while yep. it's playing online or on the uh, show. And if you do what I used to do, because that's the way I used to send voicemails, because me calling on the phone, it, the sound quality was terrible, so. Me having the equipment to do it, I'd try to record, but then it took me like 20 takes to get my one voicemail right. But yeah, I mentioned this before. It's like to people, it's like most people have a smartphone, you've got the voice recording app, and I'm pretty sure in that app you can email it straight out of that app. So record your no, voice. I like the, uh, there's a free app on uh, Google Play, it's a smart voice recorder. That one has some pretty good quality recordings on it. Oh, yeah. Really good sounds. That's everything I've sent in. If I haven't called it in, I've used that. I use nice. that to record lectures and uh, voice notes. Or sometimes I'll just call them into myself and leave myself a voicemail. Yeah. Well, do that, people. And as, as Justin said, if you fuck up, <laughs> try again. But don't be scared of your fuck up. Have you not heard this show and listened to my <laughs> fuck ups? <laughs> I don't edit the show. I don't edit my little fuck-ups when I can't say a word right or anything. I, I, I just, whatever, just be yourself. And you should be that in your life anyway, so. Yeah. Most definitely. Yeah. I learned that, I mean, this is coming from a 41-year-old turning 42 in two months. But yeah, it comes with age and learning to just be yourself. Yeah, that, that two months is really showing your age. I'll be 42 yeah. in two months. I thought that was something a 13-year-old would do. I know my 9-year-old. All right. How old are you? Come on. 33. Yeah. You're a young man. Ooh, yeah. I'm not going to say I'm 33 in 10 months. No, I was just saying 41. I'll be 34 in 10 months. Well, see, this is what happens when you get old. You're already thinking you're 42 because you're dreading another year, getting that age knocked up again for another year. So... How old are you? Yeah. All right, Justin. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say the same thing. Age is just a number. Half the time I have to actually go back and, and figure out what year I'm currently in and then do the math backwards to when I was born because I don't remember how old I am. I'm like, 
Because I sure as fuck don't act it, you know. <laughs> Most of the time I exist in like that 12 to 14 year old mentality level as far as my humor goes. So. Yeah, same as me. I don't act my <laughs> age. Never have. Never will. That's why it freaks me out thinking, well, shit, I'm 42 now. So why do you still act like a 27 year old? Now you can tell me I'm midlife crisis. Nah, I've had a midlife crisis for the last four years. Well, what oh, I is think... that what Donna is? Shh. <laughs> <laughs> out of the room, thank God. Nah. She's out of the room now. Yeah. Yeah, why? Because I've got a woman that's 10 years younger than me. Yeah. Sorry, I've always, always liked the younger women. When they're of age, by the way. I'm not Kevin. <laughs> there's our digger, Kevin, for the show. Ah, yes. Who the fuck is bringing up Kevin? Did uh, I miss something? I just Kevin said... Made a made a reference to not being a pedophile like Kevin is. Oh. I said, I've always liked yeah. the younger women. But the women of age... Not like Kevin. Okay. Do I have yeah, to Yeah, no, I heard all that. It just didn't register. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and as I said, there's the go at Kevin for the show. <sighs> Speaking of Kevin, uh, check out Undercover so, Unitards. You know, I stole one of his co-hosts to be on my show. But they're still going with John and Goof. And, uh, yeah, no, I, like, I like John. I missed, I missed the, the stretch when John was, wasn't there. Yeah, well, John's back. The time. He goes a bit far. I'm glad he hasn't brought up his uh, fondness of sounding recently. John's back on there. Um, they record at different times. Like, they don't have a regular schedule from what I see. But, yeah, they're still going strong. And John's there. So. John's the reason I listen. <laughs> see, Kevin? It's not you. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> It's not. I'm sorry, I can't remember the lady's name. I should know it. But Mel? Mel, yeah. Mel so. B, scary spice. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's right. God damn, I feel old now. I can feel older, 33. This place is really scary looking. Wait till you get a 42. I'd love to get the 42. So you're saying you're not going to make it to 42? Oh, no. No, no, man. See, my dad didn't make it that far, so I want to be there at least for my kids graduate. So I got to get rid of this uh, excess baggage. When I start working, I'll be uh, I'll lose it all. I'll be sweating my ass off in the sun in the parking lot. Yeah. So what what is the job you're going to be doing if you? I'll be a uh, utility clerk at a grocery store. Pushing carts, cleaning up messes, taking items back. Being everybody's bitch. My wife and my sister-in-law are excited because they both work there, too. Okay. <laughs> well, I guess it's going to be better than your last job. <laughs> well, I'll be, a, I'll be a union employee after 90 days, so. Yeah, from what I've, I've, I've heard and you posting about your last job, mate. Jeez, I'm surprised you lasted that long. Oh, fuck that guy. Yeah. It's my, wife, my wife says I'm too loyal. I'm the, I'm the same, mate. But we finally got another guy trained, and I just snapped. I gave up my two weeks' notice on my daughter's uh, on my daughter's fifth birthday. Like you know what, I'm done. 
Well, you know, I have to say, though, I've noticed that your just your Facebook posts alone have calmed down quite a bit since then. You seem like a much happier person, so it, was, yes. I, it looks like it was the right move. But I'm spending a lot of time at home. When I go back to my job, it's going to be at a busy fucking warehouse-style supermarket, so it's uh, going to be a lot of people there. My wife's afraid I'm going to relapse, but I've been doing good on my medications, going good. I'm able to keep calm because I haven't been dealing with douchebags. I did lose it, you know, a little bit there at my daughter's preschool graduation, though. Mm-hmm. Too many people swarming around me because we had sat in the shade close to the food during the, uh, just afterwards, and I was ready to start walking home. You no, say, too much, too much. You sound like, like me. I just can't stand people like that and just being crowded by people. And that's why I hate no shopping. There's no way to get out. There's no, no exit. There's, no, there's nothing, nowhere I can go to get away from them except for walk through all of them to get out. It's, yeah, no, I've got slight agoraphobia, especially when it deals with people, all people. Yeah, I have that yeah. too. I hate crowds. Yeah. I, I used to be that way, but I ended up, I, I overcame a whole bunch of it just because my job kind of forces me to. I and mean, part of what I'm doing is either up in front of a group of people talking or with a big larger group having to go introduce myself to people I don't know. So it was either get over it and, and make the money or not and, and get, find something else to do. So, yeah. So I have well, no problem. I my job for eight years and I had to deal with people in their fucking houses and smile and. Oh, you don't know fucking people until you've been in their goddamn houses and they're comfortable. Yeah, that's that's a certain that's kind of special right part. there. I've done that too, Nan. When I had to fit at my last job, when I was fitting doors or, or blinds and and all that stuff, yeah. But I can deal with people. I can deal with people one on one, like like that, and even walking to the houses and them annoying me. But it's when I get into big crowds, I really start losing my shit. And when you feel like you're you're boxed in, and, and people are just barging past you, and and then come the giant rage monster. Yeah, asshole well, Donna, Donna cops that when we go shopping. Like I'm calm, I'm calm, and then I'm trying to do the right thing and just walk through calmly. And then you got someone barging past you, or and Sam so start to have it happen now. <laughs> you know, I just I hate crowds, and the more thing is, I just hate idiot people that just can't respect other people. That's where I get the shits. It's like, come on, we're all trying to work in the same direction here, you know. Had had this idiot last night. Um, we're about to hop in the escalator, and she stops right at the beginning of the escalator. And there's Don about to walk on, me about to walk on. I've got ten people behind me trying try to walk on, and she stops. And the person she was with is already on the escalator, and she stops at the point of the shop or something. I need to push this bitch down the escalator. I'm not joking, you. <laughs> And this was right after we'd been shopping, like been in the supermarket. and fin- Like, just, when when are people going to realise you're in a social situation, you know, just work together. Like, even if you didn't need to go down the escalator, just go down it and come back up the other one. Just, yeah, I, I lose my shit. And that's why I, on the buses, when I'm riding the buses, I lose my shit. Just idiots, just don't know how to get on a bus, put their little ticket in the machine or pay the bus driver or do the little swipe card thingy just do it get on the bus there's 20 people trying to get on the bus now you've just held the bus up 
the people are hopping on the bus for freaking, you know, for that a split second. People have been working all day. They just want to get on the bus and get home. But no, you're just going to fuck around. Or you're just going to ask the bus driver a silly question. And Anyway, I'll stop because I'm getting cranky. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I'm I'm the same way in, in, in that kind of a situation in respect that I, I get really upset with other people. Uh, my wife does not like going shopping with me, especially at this warehouse store called the Costco we have because <clears> I, I, I won't. I'm not polite. If people are dumb enough to like stop in the middle of an aisle and just kind of like act like they're the only person in the aisle, then I'm more than happy to just plow into their cart and shove them out of the way. And if they get mouthy with me, I'm like, well, if you weren't a fucking retard, we wouldn't have this problem. And I just keep on walking. Um, and so nine times out of ten, if I'm, if I'm going to that store, either she wants to go do the shopping or she's like, fuck it, you're on your own. I'm not going with you because she does not like it. Cause, I mean, I'll just I'll barrel down through whatever. I'm not going to put up with that. If people stop in front of me, I'll just tap into them and go, oops, I'm sorry. I didn't realize you were going to stop here in the middle of a fucking aisle. Yeah, I um, do the same. And I, I'm mouthy. I'm always just mouthy as I'm walking through. Yeah. What, you think you're fucking the only person in the shopping center? How about you to fucking get out of the way or, you know, whatever happened, you know. And and I'm, I'm glad Donna's always backing me up because she hates it too. She's like, she gets the shits that I get too boisterous. But yeah, she's like, she sort of backs me up to a point till it's like, I'm, I'm screaming the house down. Sort of. But yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I'll, I'll just stay a smart-ass comment to people. Oh, really? You're the only person in the shopping centre? Really? You know, I'm I'm a big smart-ass in there. It's like, so... Yeah, yeah. Jo- Jody, she supports why I'm upset, and she should support. She understands and agrees with it. She just does not agree with my the way I react or the way I handle it. So yeah. that's where she, that's where her and I have a crossroad or a difference of opinions, because she's she'll just deal with it and and, and silently kind of stew. Whereas I'm just like, you know what? Nope. I'm just gonna say something and move the fuck past you and move on. Well, Donna gets to the point. She goes, just be quiet, just be quiet, and then she'll get the shit. She goes, go for it, <laughs> just go. <laughs> <laughs> and I will. I'm fucking don't start me, especially well, if it's like I'm working. You just beard and say, "Hey, you want to go?" I'm crazy ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I've, I, I honestly, I've. That's one thing I, I've never had a problem with for most of my life. Is for whatever reason, I guess I just look scary enough that people tend not to fuck with me. Um, I mean, a few people that have gotten in my face, I'll just, I'll. I'll they, He's like crazy. I'll kind of stare him down and tend to back off. I've really only ever been in like one actual fight in my entire life. Yeah. And I have to admit, I I once or twice dropped the line. Do you know? Do you know my name? I'm fucking Killer Wilbur. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you get. You come to my country. You, no, well, they are in my country, but I'm, you know what? You know what people call me? My name's Killer. Anyway, I'm thinking it was about that time, Justin. Yeah, as I was saying, I was just getting ready to ask you that. Is it about that time? No, it's that time. <laughs> Wait, what's that you say? What What time is it? Ah, it's that time again? Oh, well, I guess it is time to hide your dingoes, watch out for drop bears, and get ready, because it's time for our Mr. Random. Oh, thank you, Joe. Yes, Joel, thank you. And then, <laughs> through the magic of the internet, we have him here, barely, temporarily. Yes, and as usual, the uh, the questions are provided by the lovely Maybellina. Um, and this week, um, we actually have some really good questions, and I'm, I was actually kind of excited to have Nenemoss on for these, so it could be, I'm hoping it's going to be interesting. 
Um, so first up is, uh, do you have one weird eccentric family member, like an aunt or uncle? Have you none? I'm trying to think what would define eccentric in 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 normal terms. <laughs> um, no, I mean, my sister's certifiably crazy. Um, I have an uncle who never moved out of his moved moved out of home, moved away from home. But no, nobody really like. Uh, you know, shut in or collect weird things or have any strange ticks or nothing like that. Killer, how about you? Yeah, I've got this one, Auntie. My my mother's sister. Uh, Auntie Eileen. I don't care about saying her name. Yeah, she's a bit... I wouldn't... Not quite eccentric, but yes. Uh, over the years, she's done some crazy things and just just off the beat. Off beat. That's the way, the best way I could say it. So, yeah, she um uh, at my brother's wedding um we got driven out. You know, I was in the car because I was a, a groomsman with the best man and my my brother. And as soon as I got out of the car, she had to come up give me a hug. Oh, Grandma! She smashed my camera. Bash my arm and drop my camera and broke it. Uh, just the things I've heard from my mother when she's on the phone to my mother, things she said, things she does. So yes, I, I, I'd name her as the number one. I mean, our whole family's a bit, a bit different on that side sometimes. But yeah, I name Auntie Eileen as that, and yes, I'm naming her on my podcast. So I love you, Auntie Eileen. <laughs> but yes. You're nuts, no. <laughs> yes, she is, but I'm nuts too. So, yeah. Um. Yeah. In, in our, in my, yeah, in my family, we've got quite a few different um, weird little things. But on my uh, father's side, his uncle—I'm not sure—was that making like my, my great uncle or something like that? Mm-hmm. Um. He uh, he never. Uh, I, when he was younger, this is back. He when he was born, it was back before they really had. Um, they would just diagnose things as retardation, like instantaneously. It was if if certain developmental peaks weren't hit at the right times, instantaneously your kid was you know special. They had some sort of a problem, and so he didn't speak. He well, he refused to talk for like the first. I want to say it was almost till he was five, um, and so the doctors they you know they just basically said, well, he's not hitting any of his developmental uh, high, or landmarks for speech patterns. He's got to have some sort of a. Uh, a mental issue, so they they basically they diagnosed him as being mentally retarded, and so they everybody started treating him as such. Um, at five years old, he decided to start talking, and everything was kosher. But they never they never switched how they treated him, so they always were very uh, you know they they treated him very much like that, and they were very coddling to him, and even like to the point where if you did have a mentally handicapped kid, I don't think you guys would, would most normal people would want to go that overboard with how much they were with the way they were treating him. So, same thing. He never moved out of his mom's house. In fact, she passed away years ago, and he's still living in that house. Um, and he's always just been a little bit off. Um, he, he he's just he's crazy. Um, he like my my dad's side of the family is really into horses and the whole um, equestrian thing. They they ride horses. They uh, um, that all that whole nine. And he uh, fancies himself. Uh, what is it called? A farrier when they do the horseshoeing. Yep, that's right. Um, 
Yeah, and so he 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 fancies himself as as somebody who's good at that. But every time he goes in a stall, he ends up getting the sh- you know <laughs> shit kicked out of him. And but he he seems to he it's like a challenge for him. He enjoys having this horse trying to kill him, and and he's always just been a little bit off. And so I, I I've never never been afraid of him, but at the same time, I never really want to spend too much time alone with him either. So it's just been kind of like. He's always just been a little bit weird. And then on my mom's side, um, her parents are just batshit fucking nuts now because of uh, years upon years upon years of um, brainwashing um, by the Jehovah's Witnesses. There was a lot of crap. There's a lot of family strife between my mom and her parents due to that religion and things that were allowed to occur when my mom was younger. And it's created a whole clusterfuck of problems. And my grandma just acts like it, none of it ever happened. And you, 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 my mom will try to broach the topic like when my grandma gets upset like why aren't you seeing us more often why don't you visit us more often and she's like well mom because whenever you come out there you want me to do this this or this which brings up all these horrible memories and why can't you remember this or understand it and she's like well that never happened honey and so it's like it, it, they're they're crazy but for a different reason <laughs> so yeah so it's 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 kind of interesting and then otherwise you're just the normal family crap you've always got the one you know cousin that seems kind of off here or there but Otherwise, n- nothing too too horrible. Not like I wouldn't say we have anybody that's like like uh, oh, Jody's side. They have a hoarder. She's got a, her great grandma's a hoarder. So, but otherwise, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> Family. All right. What are you gonna Next do? question: uh, If you were to grow a garden, what are the top three things you would have to grow? Okay, then what do you got? Uh. I had to grow a garden. Top three things. Uh, shit. You're gonna rush it. No. No, you use that to um. A pizza tree. Fertilizer. And then gotta have a pizza tree. Um. No, probably uh, spinach, onions, and uh. Garlic. I'll stay away from the uh, illegal substances, depending on which state you live in. But I was just gonna out. say, I, I was assuming you, I was gonna, I was waiting for you to say weed. That's one yeah, of mine. Well, I could, but I don't have my prescription yet. It's not hard to get. I just have to go say hello, doctor. Here's your money. Thank you for my script. <laughs> it's that easy here in California. If I can get it seriously. Yeah. It's a joke. Yeah. Well, it should be legalized. I don't care what what country where. Under an ounce is is a small fine. It's barely a misdemeanor. Yeah, same here. Decriminalized here in Australia. But yeah, that was going to be my joke one. Weed, but I'm not allowed to smoke too much of it because Donna doesn't want me to smoke too much. But if we're talking like um, vegetables and stuff, yeah, we then stole some of it. I, I'm a big garlic fan, so yeah, I use so much garlic, so I'd love to have my garlic. I like my um, cherry tomatoes, so plenty of cherry tomatoes. Um, I've got a neighbour that grows them. Well, his plants are out. He's replanting them now, but I used to get be able to go downstairs and get what I like. Um, on that, what else? Uh, well, to be honest, potatoes, because the amount of potatoes we use. But other, yeah, but yeah, definitely onions, garlic, potatoes, all grown with weeds. So when you eat them, you get stoned. <laughs> yeah and for me it you know it's it's kind of a hard question to answer because it would be it would have to be a hardy fucking plant something that's not easy to kill i don't have a very 
I'm, I'm not very adept at having a green thumb, so um, it's something that I can grow easily. I, I've, my, from what my grandfather's shown me, potatoes seem to actually grow fairly easily. He, he's got them. They just grow in a compost pile. He's never really done much with them, and he's had some of the best potatoes ever out of that. So, um, But um, I, w- I would agree with the garlic thing, too. I use garlic on everything, but um, otherwise, it's something else that's like just like impossible to kill. Well, the other thing I would say is I'd like to grow herbs, like some, you know, some good um, oregano and, um, you know, rosemary and, and things like that, like a little herb garden, because I like using my, you know, herbs in the, and not that set of herbs. <laughs> no, I was just going to say, when, when, when you say a little herb garden, I just picture a bunch of little old men, no. you know, buried up in their necks in the garden. <laughs> Yeah, All but, the pissed off screaming, get off my lawn. No, but I like fresh herbs, and if I could have a nice herb garden going, you know, oregano or rosemary and some, some thyme and, um, you know, all those, you know, no way I don't have to go spend freaking money on them and, you know, pay overprice for freaking stuff that I use, you know. Um, when I cook, I, I cook with flavour, so as you said, Justin, you use a lot of garlic. Trust me, mm-hmm. every, just about everything I cook. If you don't like garlic, well, you don't eat my food. I love my garlic, but yeah, always got. It's always got to have some, at least you know, some rosemary or some oregano or um, basil or or things like that. And there's so many variations of basil. Like, say more herbs. Say more herbs. I want to hear you say more of them. I know. Herbs. I love. I'm loving it. Just listening to talking about it's herbs. It's spelled H E R B S, not oh, the way he says basil and oregano is great. Basil. See now. Say aluminum. Aluminium. <laughs> Sydney Harbour Bridge. <laughs> Opera House. Drop bears. Oh yeah, drop bears. You see another one. You see another one was born. Tronga Zoo just freaking breeded another one. God. They're trying to kill you, aren't they? No, freaking, I'm, I don't know when they're going to learn. Have they not seen Jurassic Park? <laughs> Jesus, when are these people going to learn? Stop breeding these dangerous animals. All right. <laughs> So this brings us to the end of the show, I think, because we've been going for a good hour and uh, ten minutes now. Yeah. So I don't want to take up all your time, Justin. I know you've got family to take care of, and same with you there, Nen. Well, I'm going to sit out in a hot garage sweating balls. That's all good. Uh, fair enough, if you want to do that on your own. <laughs> well, I'm not playing with them. I'm sweating them. There's a difference. Well, you got to wipe yeah, them Yes, up. but once you sweat them, they're easier to play with. They're just kind of like, you know, pre-lubed. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, they're a little bit more stretchy out here in the heat, but yeah, I was gonna say they're probably down around your kneecaps right now. <laughs> Old man I'm not, balls. I'm not 42 yet, so I've still got some some elasticity in my sack. Yeah, 42 is when you hit the ankles. Uh, trust me, <laughs> they do get longer when you get older. Mine are starting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've noticed that. Well, I, I believe me, me too. You've noticed that. How do you notice that? Uh, try when you're getting in and out of a pickup truck and you accidentally roll over them. The way Nen said it, I thought he's seen photos of them. Tight pants, so you get to be underneath my thighs when I sit down. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Always have to pull my, pull my boxers down. When that one pops through the leg hole, oh my god, it fucking hurts. <laughs> All right. So, Justin, you have a podcast. I do. 
Yeah, my wife and I, we do a little show called The Bad Parenting Podcast. Um, you can find us pretty much anywhere online by searching for Bad Parenting Podcast. Our website is badparentingpodcast.com. You search Instagram, fa- uh, Facebook, Twitter, etc. You'll find us there. Um, we, we do it once a week show, and basically we consider it our therapy without having to pay a therapist to do it. Um, we talk about uh, just anything related to parenting, and and it, it can be some of the most random topics, but uh, we we love it, and it's been it's been a fun little ride, and and um, we're big supporters of the uh, Coffin Joe cast, and you guys are big supporters of us, so we appreciate that. And if you want to, you know, leave us a voicemail, you can find us at uh, 503-609-0375, or you can email us at grounded at badparentingpodcast dot com. Um, and like Killa said. We love listener feedback. We love hearing people, even if it's just to tell us that you know you're listening or where you're from, whatever. It's it's great to have that interaction. So, yeah, that's all we want. We don't need a uh, in-depth voicemail or email. It's just like, hey, love the show. I'm such and such, and I live here. And um, yeah, just let us know. It makes our it makes us feel better. We don't do this for the feedback or anything, but when you get it. It really makes it's us feel nice to get it, yeah. Yeah, always does. Always does. All right, Nan, you got anything to promote? Do you, um, want, do you want people to find you? Um, that's about it. I like well, and, well, one more thing I was going to toss in there real quick, and uh, Nan and Moss can actually attest to this. Uh, if anybody that's out there that's listening is on the Star Wars Trader app, I am done with it so if i have any cards that you want offer me a trade i'm accepting everything for anything so uh, you can look up my profile it's uh, at jlbrecht2000 um and yeah if you find me on there and you want something that i have just let me know and i'm, I'm gonna ditch it in about two weeks so you've got about two weeks if, if i've got something you want you can have it check in with nikki she's into oh she's that. already she's already hit me up a couple times yeah i never got into it so you're not a true fan. I'm a fan <laughs> of Star Wars. Well, I'm not a super fan of Star Wars. I like the movies, but I'm not that geeky about it. Anyway. So, as I said before, if you want to contact us, it's coffinjoecast at gmail.com. The voicemail is 661-434-5956. Uh, 661-434-KWJO. And as Justin said before... Just record on your app, on your phone. Email it to us. We'll play it. Love hearing from you. All right. It's time to get out of here. Uh, I had the missus just walk in again, and I asked her to speak on the microphone, and she refused. Just shook her head. I'm like, just say hello. Oh, she's gone. You have to acknowledge us back. No, she wouldn't. She'd come in to tell me something, and she writes it down on a bit of paper. Now speak. No, she won't. All I'll ask her is just say hello. No. Anyway. Damn you. All right. Thank you for joining us, Nanamalos. Anytime, every time. Yeah, well, you were on strike three. If you didn't make it tonight, that was strike three and you were out. You're never allowed back. So. What the fuck was my first strike? I don't know. You fucked <laughs> us up the first time. I remember you were late or something. I lost, you know, last time, that was my bad. I was tired. <laughs> I was thinking, I forgot. I'm tired too, but I still do the show. <laughs> yeah, it's Sunday morning, it's yeah. Sunday afternoon. Right, here we go. I'm, I'm trying to get a good Nan rant going. Come on, oh, you've been too okay, calm. Yeah. Maybe I'll hold on in, maybe I won't. <laughs> Damn.
That's the thing that sucked about this show. Never had a good Nan rant. Anyway. I'm, I'm sorry, man. Yeah, I'm trying good. to work no, on it. No, that's good. I'm glad to, I'm glad you don't have to rant anymore, mate. It's good. Yeah, it's good. No worries, mate. We'll, we'll get you back on in future. You come on with Joel. Uh, anyway, a big thank you to Justin for filling in for Joel. Like I said before, and I'll say it again, thank you for uh, considering me someone who can fill in for Joel. So I appreciate you guys putting up with me and having me on. Uh, well, we're big fans of yours. You're big fans of ours, you know. We're like sister podcasts. And either way, and, and we'll get you on as well as the third, you know. You can switch back to the third co seat in, in a future time. And um, definitely we need to get Jody back on so we can hear all her stories about you. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, thank you for everyone for listening. We're going to leave you tonight with a band called Mental As Anything. It's an old Australian band, and the, the song's called The Nips Are Getting Bigger. Uh, nips are like shots, if you don't understand. So, song's I about thinking all of a sudden we're getting really, really aroused. Well, you could think of it as nips as uh, breasts, or you could think of it as a racial thing, and I'll leave it at that. Oh, that's true. So anyway, thanks everyone. Well... Catch you next week. Good night. Bye. Bye.
dirty, dirty boy. Wow, 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 wow. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.